I'm about to make it. Forgive me. <laughs> Run for cover. Bye. That wasn't a part, but that first that right. yeah. I know y'all remember that part like <laughs> tennis coming in. I was like, I don't hear that. Let me add that in. Where my background singers at? Where right. my background? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that no. was hot. Child, let me tell you, that is a mess. Okay. Oh my god. I will gosh. not sit here and let y'all be smirch. Be, uh, I will not let y'all sit up here and use what was meant for good <laughs> to turn to evil. I'm not gonna let y'all sit up here and do it. So we're going to talk about that with Look Nasty. Nasty. What else are we talking about? We have a lot to talk about. I mean, this is the season Season finale. finale. So we need to make sure before we, you know, bid adieu, we need to get in all the topics. We're talking about Meg. We're talking about Michael B. Jordan. Oh, you speak French now. What? (laughs) Bid adieu? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Oh, I thought you was like, wee wee, because yes, yes. (laughs) Wee wee, bitch. (laughs) Can I see Queen? Wait, what else are we talking about? No, okay, we have to talk about that. We have to talk about what we're watching this week. Um, yes. And once again, another big blockbuster moving to streaming services. Ooh. We're going to get into all of that, but first, play the intro. Everybody, oh here we go. Oh, I'm Marcus sure. Drew Steele. Girl, two, three episodes of The Crown, and now she's British. Hello, no, that, that's not it. Hold on, can I do a good British? Oh, hold on. I, I'm not even gonna try. I gotta like you put too much pressure. I gotta, I gotta Take practice. A deep breath. Hello, Take a deep breath. Hello, Gubna. It's the it's cold pop. Well, there's a lot of different it's British cold accents, pop. and so you could. You could really have that. I'm going like, for Northern Ireland. Yeah, I mean, well, that's not that's not it. You need to talk to Blue Hydrangea. Okay. But no, like, there's like a lot of British accents, and so you Give can me one. do like, okay, so I mean, I don't know all of the names. What well, I mean, like, like, just do people one. People from Liverpool talk very differently than people from the Big Smoke from Blighty. Oh, guys. you're from UK. You're the UK now. What I was going to tell you is that basically, I mean. I'm a very cultural person and wait, wait, because I'm messing it up now. You are. Wait, because I'm really, I usually have a good British accent. It ain't there today. I think so at least. Wait, wait, let me take a breath. Hold it on. Let take me, a beat. Let me fall Let's back. reset and try it again. <laughs> Come on. I see what you're talking about with like the, the little bit of pressure, but no, yeah. I mean I love I love London. I love all the people there. Uh, we have a really great time. Every time we're going out, it's always a good time with them. I love all my people back at Blighty, back at the Big Smoke, which makes me a proper London slag. We're going to get some bangers and mosh. Yeah, I think, like, 
I mean, that one wasn't bad. You got, yeah, it's that a little bit better. Well, I have to, I have to like concentrate um, now. I don't know. I'm usually really good at it, and especially because I've watched Drag Race UK, and now we're watching The Crown. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm like starting to fall back into it a little bit more. Um, okay, so let's talk about that. What yeah. have you been watching? You mentioned The Crown. Well, so let's we've been them. watching The Crown. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yes, we this have has been a unit. So we have done. We have had some assigned watching. Um, by by many of our viewers and one of the things that we have become most interested in on Netflix is The Crown Um, a little bit daunting for both of us I would think because The Crown right now is four seasons in Yes, and everyone is talking about the season four season four which heavily features Princess Di and Margaret Um, Thatcher yeah so I think with this it's kind of it's hard because we want to be there. We want to be, but we got to set the foundation. But we first. have to set the foundation, and yes. so we are right now starting season one, and it's been good. I mean, I, it's no different than us doing what we did with Game of Thrones, right? Because we did the same thing before the exactly. season final season aired. Correct. So correct. This but works. I, yeah. So no, it's um, but it's good. I think it moves a little slow thus far. So far, um, yeah. What I'm interested to know, and what I would like to know, is. How much of <laughs> when the writers were creating this and kind of you know putting the show together and the dialogue and how the plot would move, how much of how much were they relying? They were like, you know what, viewers should know eighty percent of this history already. So we're not because if you notice, because if you notice, they just bring people on and they just start talking and they'll give a title like. Oh, the Prince of Windsor, or the Duke of Windsor, or yeah. Duke of Edinburgh, and I'm like, or what is it, Mountain Bad? I turn straight into Miss Vengeance. Who that? <laughs> but I will say they do a good job of like explaining it without it being like an explanation. Like for instance, the Queen Mother, she explained how uh, George and his, how his older brother abdicated the throne, and then he had to right. take over. So I thought that they and, explained yeah. it pretty well. So they and do like, a good job of doing. And you that. know what? What's so interesting is like the historian. The historian in me gets to, I watch the episodes and then I do my reading and okay. YouTube videos and all of that yeah. back um, afterwards. And so, yeah. you know, I'm able to see that, but then also maybe a little bit more into maybe what we're not getting or what might have been the intended knowledge of the audience. I would assume this is made for people like this was on like what the BBC or something. Yeah. So this is made for like British people and who's probably studied Already this lineage know. in, in history. school. Yeah. Like yeah, like this yeah. is the monarchy. Like right. and so I'm like, mm, how much did y'all really think of this that I would know? Because I'm gonna be very transparent here. Mm-hmm. I've always heard the name Winston Churchill, but I wasn't fully clear on his contributions until I went back and did some digging and right. looking up. Right. My question is, so with Queen Elizabeth being the queen, what is Philip's title now? Is he still Prince Philip? Who? Uh, Her husband. husband. Yeah. So he is or the Duke of title? Edinburgh. Gotcha. So that is what. So you see, like, how, or Duke of Windsor wouldn't no, he no, be? No, no, no. Duke of Windsor is um, the brother that abdicated the throne. That was the title that he got once he left king. Got you. So okay, what is um, what is what I've seen and kind of now putting keeping that and marrying it to what I know about the royal family and stuff now, right. like how Kate Middleton's titles, like Duchess of Cambridge or something yeah. like that, yeah. they they do. They kind of pick some of those things um, and lay it out. And so it's not always just like, oh, because you're so-and-so's wife, that makes you 
it's kind of you get to kind of create what you want that title to be. So with Queen Elizabeth, because Queen Elizabeth almost got she got a chance to change her name. Right. But Sorry, this is a little bit to. spoiler we alert. Are, okay. okay. I mean, the, see, we're on season one. Like they sure. should have known this a while ago. <laughs> My other question though is so. Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth were married, and then Prince Charles was their son. Prince correct? Charles is the son, yeah. And then Prince Charles is the father of William and Harry because yep. he married Princess Diana. Right. Got it. Okay. I just want to make sure I get my lineage then, correct. And then yeah. he married. Well, it was alleged that he cheated well, on after, Princess. So Diana. yeah, but then he married who? Who was the next one? Oh, oh, I know this. I Camilla. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. come on. Oh, yes. I know this. So. I know her. I know this. Now, okay. who did before um, the Duke of Windsor? Okay. Which was Prince Philip's brother. No, it was. You said um, the Duke of Duke of Windsor. It was the king's. Uh, it was the king. It was. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. King George's yeah. brother. Yes. It was king, the King George's brother. Yes. I also didn't know that they changed names. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You I can create know. whatever title you want. If you got, if you was able to pull a Meghan Markle and get your ass up there, and you were like, "I want to be the Fresh Prince of Bel Air," they would be like, "Okay, let's figure out how we can make it happen." Probably not. They'd be like, "Absolutely right. not, girl." Right. But and I mean, shout out to Queen Elizabeth being a bad bitch. She said, "I'm gonna keep my name." I can't get beyond, and I know, guys, we are like on this show. We're gonna just um, stay with us. It's the season finale. What I can't get beyond is coming into this as a 26-year-old. That's when she took the throne. Yeah. But I mean like... 26 years old. I feel like you know that it's going to happen because if you're the if you're the eldest sibling of someone who's already but king, if my you're going to take over at 50s, some point. Right. Like, I, I'm, I think I got like a little bit of... I got a little time. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got, I mean, look at <laughs> look at Queen Elizabeth now, and, and, and Prince, Prince Charles. Charles. Yeah, okay. Like she's been the she's queen like for like ninety four. He's like seventy something. He's right. <laughs> so even if he does become king, Child, it's gonna be for gonna, like what? Ten right. years? Five years? Yes. So yeah. Prince William actually should be getting ready because like both I think, of them. Well, I think Prince William does know that that's yeah that's plausible. Be a thing. Like because they'll both croak probably it's very close much to so each other. Be a thing. Okay. Enough of the crown. <laughs> okay, what else? Well, what are you watching? Let's talk about what you're watching. So, I watch a really interesting movie called Jingle Jangle. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Give me my Wendy, Wendy Williams. Okay. Oh, yes. Wendy, Wendy, um, Wendy. It was actually really good. Uh, I could see Jingle Jangle being a holiday classic. Yeah. It, a black holiday classic. It's got Forrest Whitaker, Felicia Rashad, uh, Anika Noni Rose. Yeah. Um, Keegan-Michael Key, um, and then a bunch of newcomers. Um, it's really good. I will say that there are some breakout stars in this movie. And also, even though, this is not spoiling anything, but even though Felicia Rashad is the narrator, I could tell where the director, and actually the director we talked about in For the Culture, I think, um, and the movies For the Culture, because it's a black director. And Ava DuVernay? No, it's a man. I oh. Forget his name. I'll, I'll get his name later. Natalie but... Daniel? No. <laughs> those are, those are always your go-tos. Director? <laughs> um, what I was going to say was that even though Felicia Rashad is the narrator, the director found any way possible to insert her into the movie. And I'm like, well, of course, if you have Felicia Rashad, you use her. You know, you don't just put her at the front of the movie at the end of the movie. You 
change things around and use her. Rip. So David E. Talbert. Yes, he was not in for the culture. I think he was. He was not. Or he, he didn't make it. He would. He didn't make it. He was. Or not maybe I saw him. And I'm gonna have to go back and take a look at that because I could have swore he directed, directed something else that we talked about. But I watched Jingle Jangle. It was a really good movie. I did a review on it. I gave it a B plus. Nice. Um, yeah. So that's what I was watching. Nice. I, I, okay. Last show for me. I wa- I started watching on Stars High Town. Oh yeah, tell me about that. High Town is a kind of it's a it's a drama. It's like a crime drama, um, but it heavily focuses on the um, opioid prescription uh, addiction in specifically mm-hmm. in um, Hyannisport, um, that that like New England area. Uh huh. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It takes place in P Town. Oh, right. That's where it takes place. Right. But it kind of, but you know, because it's also close up there, they kind of range. But it's actually the the central is set in P Town. How did they um, find these people? So I'm not. I'm not. Wait. What do you mean? How they found them? You, so it's this is. Oh, this, this is, is a scripted. drama. This okay. is a scripted Never mind. drama. Okay. This is a scripted drama um, that follows. Um, a fishing guard who is battling addiction, mm-hmm. um, and she end up she end up finds she finds a body, and is trying to figure out who was the person that was yeah. beyond the murder. Okay, but I mean it heavily focuses on just the issue with drugs, and it seems like a I mean, you name it, the, you name the person, they're doing it. I mean this these mm-hmm. are law enforcement everybody uh. people are out here wilding on this show. And this is um, on Stars. This is on Stars. Okay. Um Interesting. full of like not a lot of big names to lead it but it's still a really strong ensemble cast. So I've got a question out of cuz you start a new show like every week. I I, many, I try to run through a show every week. How many of these have you actually finished? I finished I try to I finished all the first season of all. Oh, you have. Yeah, except okay. the only ones that I did not stick with um the affair what is that one that was the affair was on i think it was on showtime maybe it was a while back i was talking about it on the podcast Mm -hmm. between two people in the summer in the vineyard okay um i didn't stick with that one um and then there was something else that i did not complete so are you still invested with a teacher yeah but i did not watch as much of that this week um, and then what about Nicole Kidman's show? I'm still watching The Undoing, the Undoing. as it comes out. Okay, okay. Oh, and we watch Salt Lake City Housewives, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'm like running through these shows. You are. I'm running through these shows like a Tomb Raider. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else happened okay. for you this well, week? Well, the only thing I want to do is Friday, November 20th, is Trans Day of Remembrance. Yes. Um, and so this is, this is kind of... A, Built to bring awareness to trans lives and that all tra- that trans lives matter, um, and uh, a lot of people have started to do a say their name post on Instagram, mm-hmm. which lists all of the trans lives that have been taken and brutally murdered. Joe Biden did something. Uh, like Joe Biden that, yeah. posted something. Um, Laverne Cox had a beautiful. A really beautiful post. Yeah, and I think um, Trace Lissette did something so, too that so, I saw. I mean, it's a really great thing. So, just wanted to do that and 
uh, remembrance and awareness of all my trans brothers and sisters out there. Nice. And then also, I wanted to send up prayers for uh, Sinbad, who suffered a stroke oh, yeah. this, this week. Oh, yeah. Um, How is he doing? Is he okay? So crazy. So the family is saying that, you know, we appreciate it. He is powering through. He is trying, you know, slowly uh, re- coming back to himself. But, um, but yeah. Just Good. one of those, like, legends. So, yes, prayers to him and his family, as well as Bobby Brown. Oh. Yeah. I Okay, so here's my conspiracy theory. I think that Bobby Brown is cursed. Okay, well, that's not nice, but okay. I mean, no, no, it's not nice at all. I'm not trying to be mean or deceitful or rude. I'm just, the amount of loss that he has had to, like, endure is mind-boggling. Yeah. And I don't know what he's done or did to incur all of this loss on himself, but I I wish him all the best and hope that he is doing okay. Yeah, I definitely want to make sure that he's doing okay and send my love, thoughts, and prayers out to him and the family. His son, Bobby Brown Jr., passed away um, due to flu-like symptoms mm-hmm. um, at the age of 28. It's crazy. So very young, very, very, very young. So um, definitely thinking about all of you. Um, and with that, let's get into. Yes. Woo. Woo. <laughs> okay, this is new. Yeah, this was new. I had to do this something. Was, we had to do something for the, for the Nally. This was the not. Uh, this was not submitted we, for approval. No, that, that was for the Nally. We had to do that for the Nally. Okay, this was not submitted for approval. So okay, mm-hmm. impromptu queen. I love yeah, it. Always. <laughs> All, right, All right. So what do you got first? Okay. So first off, I want to talk about twenty twenty is running away from us. Joe Biden ran away from. Uh, Donald Trump and the number of votes he needed <laughs> to win the election. As of this recording, um, Georgia has officially been certified for Joe come Biden. On. So, boom. The next running star coming out the gate. <laughs> Why do you okay? do this? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Rudy Giuliani's fibers. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Rudy Giuliani's video too, who made an incredible appearance. Um, Jackie Joy this, this past week at the Republican at the at, during a press conference Who's at the Republican both? National Committee headquarters in D.C. Okay, guys, this past Thursday, Rudy Giuliani took to the podium uh, for a press conference. It was like an hour and a half okay, long to talk a little bit about the current this this past election. And maybe basically trying to talk about the voter fraud that's been going on um, in support of Donald Trump and all the investigations that need to happen because of the uh, the camp, the uh, voting and how it was run. Now, keep in mind, I'm saying run a lot. OK, because there was a lot of running. Allison Felix was going on. All right. I'm just trying to so, think of all the drag stars. So in about about 27 minutes into this address, okay, Rudy Giuliani starts to sweat profusely just from his gallon. forehead. Just a gallon. Okay? He starts to sweat profusely from his forehead. And as I said, those topic fibers 
that they sprayed in Giuliani's head before he went out on stage started to make their way down to his mouth. Flo what killed me is that it was on both sides. <laughs> if you go look, if it's uh, it's like coming down on both sides, and it's a race. It's like who's gonna get there first? Who's gonna get there first? Which one? Right or left? Right or left? It looked like trash water coming it off was his hand. So sad. Oh no. Okay. Now, to add insult to injury... No, insult to insult. <laughs> baby boy had on that, like, white... <laughs> and just stained his whole shirt. When I tell you stained. it was a reverso glow in the worst way, <laughs> in the worst way, Rudy Giuliani, you need to fire your hairdresser. Because they should have powdered that down. They hmm. should have had something set. I'm not sure. Maybe you just need to start buying stick-on baby hairs. Somebody's, on top of your grace. Somebody said this is why a makeup artist should be in the union. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said, well, no lies detected. Exactly. Well, you know, the media has been all over this, okay? Because that is something that we definitely want to look at and know and figure out what was going on. Now, a lot of people have kind of commented on this. And people are saying it couldn't be fibers. Um a lot of people saying this is probably mascara. From his sideburns? That he took like mascara just to do him a do a dollop of daisy. <laughs> Wait, on what though? Because yeah. the mascara so on is his black. Ends, so if you can see his ends, the ends are white. Like if you go look at the um there's like a close up picture on it on Esquire.com. Uh-huh. Um but his the the sides, this like the little sideburns and stuff are white. They are stark white. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So, I see. he just probably did like a little dollop of Daisy right on him. He's like, let me, he's like, girl, let me get these sides real quick. He looks a mess. A mess. And that's what I said. You never win when you dirty. Okay? You Ugh. never, in, in the words of Miss Nene Leakes, you never win when you dirty, baby. What was he that's trying exactly. To co- <laughs> what was he trying to cover up? The, those, that, those white sides. Woo chow for sure. That's all I have to say. Yes, now what do you have? Ooh, woo chow. Um Rain down For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Okay, so you gotta admit the beat is dope. Like I don't care what anybody says. I heard it and I was like, okay. And then, like, the actual song, start, the song started kicking in. I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling the actual song and the whoever, whatever rapper that is. But uh, Luke Nasty released, Luke, Luke, Luke a DJ Nasty. Luke Nasty released a cut of, you know, he's a, a, a DJ who likes to mix and match a lot of samples yeah. and songs and stuff together. He's legendary for it or whatever. And so this one caught a lot of people by surprise because the sample that he chose Yo. was Melodies from Heaven from Kirk Franklin. Now you, and and New Nation. And New Nation. Okay. And everyone immediately was like, did Kirk uh, approve this sample? Child, I could not get beyond it. Now, okay, this is the thing. Because you asked that question, but you know that had to be a question. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If it was the Clark sisters or somebody, they'd be like, no, no they did not approve nothing. Or like Donnie McClurkin. Absolutely or, no. not. But, but with Kirk Franklin, you'd be like, well, um, what's the girl with the kombucha? No. <laughs> right. Well, well, well right. Maybe, Shout no. out to Brittany Broski. <laughs> but like, no. um, yeah, like, you got to ask the question. <laughs> if, you really do. 
did now did he do it now kirk franklin came back and said no right? yes he so like, he, absolutely not he released a video on twitter with i guess three other uh, people from new nation and he played the song and he was like this is the only other version of melodies from heaven that's ever yeah. been approved so if it's not this version or the original eh, eh, it ain't for yeah. me and so obviously the video's been taken down by on twitter it's on youtube though so luke nasty's version is still on youtube Honestly, I I would not. Marcus, no. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold no, on, hold on, Marcus, hold on, hold on, hold on. Inappropriate. Oh, if he was to take the girl off the cover and remove the verses and just have like the hook, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaching. If he takes away the beat, if he takes off the beat. <laughs> But keeps the verse, but removes the artist, oh, no. and then replaces right. it with. It's done. <laughs> it's it's done. It's I tried. Not happening. It's I not tried. Happening. Luke Nasty, take that shit <laughs> off, and don't put nothing else like that up again. I, would... I do not want to see Luke Nasty and the Mississippi Mass Choir coming on anytime soon. I would like to see somebody use that beat. But not for such a derogatory song. No, give it to um, Tone. Tone can now y'all know Tone would have uh, if they gave Tone that beat, he would have killed it. <laughs> I think it definitely has to be a man on Tone the song. Tone would have killed it. I think it fits. Who is Tone? He's a old gospel queen back 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 in the day. Okay. I think oh, somebody girl. could he do goes the by a different justice. name now. I can't remember what his name is. Y'all help me out. What is it? I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> but Wu Chow, I like the I like the beat Chow. and the the chorus. But Absolutely I get no. it. I get 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 it. Wu Chow. What else you got? Now listen, twenty twenty has brought on so many reunions. Okay, I and mean still more to come. And still more to come. One of the biggest reunions. We had uh, Will Smith and Aunt Viv this past week. We've had more reunions yep. coming back. We had a the good I time New York. I Love New York reunion is coming. coming up. So, I mean, come on. It's 2020 definitely brought us one more, one that we hold very special, okay? I know everyone knows the meme. I was waiting for you at the dough with the head tilt. Okay, please keep going. Describe it some so, more. Refresh my memory. So this is the meme that uh, took place, or the video that took place for Beyond Scared Straight, where they oh, brought in yes. a, group, a group of yes. guys. Okay, but they kind of yes. brought them to the like LGBTQ yeah. ward, uh, <laughs> and it was the the Pride ward. And yeah, yeah so I was waiting for you at the dough. Yeah. And so uh, her name is Miss Foxy, is the uh, creator of that. Okay. That, that moment, nice. um, I was waiting on you at the door. Is that her pronouns? Miss, the uh, Miss Foxy. Okay. Yes. Nice. Uh, with, give me one second. It's one, two, three, four, five X's or four, four. <laughs> oh, you're counting the X's in her name. It's five X's. Miss Foxy with five X's. A little overdone, but okay, we get it. We and, get the point. <laughs> and the shade room is on it because they have put all five X's in each time that this is in this article. Miss Foxy. But. So that moment happened when Miss Foxy took a young um, participant named Cedric to the side and was basically trying to, you know, get him to think about how he was acting up in school and, you know, stop fighting and all of those things. Um, now, what what happened was is that, you know, Cedric went home that day, Miss Foxy finished her bid wherever they were at, and 
2020 has allowed them to reunite once again. Uh, so Twitter, Facebook was all aglow when the two were spotted on Instagram, um, all hugged up. Now, people kept saying that oh, they were really? together. Yes. Now, oh, people really? were saying that they were together. But no, but that's not what the case was. Cedric actually cleared it up, and he was like, that's not what was going on. He said that... Um, Miss Foxy's really like has been a mentor to him since they met on the show. Um, and so trying to kind of keep in touch, but then they did lose touch when uh, Miss Foxy's IG got hacked. So now that they're kind of, they've been able to reunite and, and all of that stuff. And so I thought that that was just a nice uh, paired duo that has given us a lot of laughs and given us a lot of memes um, to see them reunite. Shout out. Well, woo child. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Well, I mean, I think we should talk about it. I'm not a huge fan of either of these artists. Neither but am I. I'm like, I'm cool with talking about it. So, you know, everyone's been talking about the Jeezy and Gucci versus. Okay. Oh, yeah, that yeah. happened on Thursday. So that was this past week, yes. And um, now, Jeezy and Gucci, what I, I guess I missed. Now, I was in college during this time. We all were, yeah. Where was I at when, like, everybody's talking about, like, Jeezy and Gucci songs? I'm like, yeah, I, I guess I do remember. I guess I was listening to that. Yeah, we were. Like, I mean, that was every party. I don't, I'm just saying, I don't know if we were, like, specifically going out of our way to listen to it, but every party Me we and went you, no. to. No, Girl. no, no. That, that's what I, when <laughs> I say of our apartment, so no. Marcus and I used to live together back in the day a long, long time ago. Yeah. Back in the day, and we used to have, like, our own side of the apartment, and girl, <laughs> never say never. Um, it was a lot else? of R and B and vocalists. It was a lot of R and B apartment. It was a lot of R and B vocalists. Honey, yeah, a lot of correct. female vocalists. Yes. Um, but no. Okay, back to what I'm talking about. Jeezy and Gucci had this big beef. I think that was after college, though. I don't was think it was okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, wait, Yeah, you? I think this happened after, or apparently Jeezy tried to, like, kill yeah. Gucci. He, tried to put, he had a hit out on him. Yeah. Yes. I think this happened after that. Yeah. If I'm not, I'm correct us if we're wrong, but I think that's what happened. Well, anyway, so I kind of missed all of that. So I think I went into the verses blind of, like, not knowing that. And then you see all of this, like, everybody's been talking about how basically Gucci was not having it. Gucci was like playing diss tracks against Young Jeezy during this uh, during this whole thing, making um, making comments on what Jeezy was wearing, all kind of stuff. Uh, so I think for me, it was it, it was interesting to hear about um, how much these two had a contempt for each other. Yeah, I think uh, I, I just. I wasn't that interested. I, you know, I think the last verses I watched was the Brandy Gla Monica. Yeah, was oh, it Gladys the Gladys Knight or Gladys Patty Labelle uh, that came Patty. after that, or yes. was that before no, was, or after Monica? No, Brandy Gladys Monica. was after Gladys yeah. and Patty, and so the last Dion. one I watched was Gladys and Patty. So <laughs> featuring Dion, <laughs> right? But no, um, but yeah. So just after hearing that, I think it it made it even made the jokes and things that were happening during it even more funny. Um, but yeah, uh, I caught up. I caught up on all the tweets. Yeah, like what was that about? Like, and I feel like Jeezy has come. He's trying to come from this like more like evolved place, but then Gucci's like, 
hell no, nah, you try to kill me. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. Woo-chow. All right. So let's take a break. Okay. And then when we come back, Marcus, you're going to spill. Ooh, we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. We're back. Hello. Hello. I'm going to continue working on this. I'm going to get this. Hello. Just be, I feel like that's more, just be a little bit more cool with it. Like, you don't have, it doesn't have to be like, so I, put on. Okay. You don't it, have I to feel really, like a very broad you way. You don't have to really put it on when you say, oh, governor. Yeah. You know, you can just be a little bit more cool and just. Kind just of, be a little know, bit more cool about back. it. Just be, just be a little bit more kickback, man. Like, a little bit more kickback, man. Just allow it. Allow it. Allow it. Allow it, man. Allow it. <laughs> I'm gonna work on this. Hey, everybody, we're back. We're back. Uh, I'm getting a personalized uh, accent. Yeah, we're doing an accent class. Accent class. So we'll continue this throughout the show. Um, it is time for this week's spill segment, and it's exciting because again, this is our season finale, and we have so much that we want to talk about. So much. There's so much going on. So we have I not said that this episode. So that's okay. We haven't, have we? No, we have, and we have to say it in every episode. So much going on. Um, I've entitled this segment "Last Laughs." Everyone, get your last laughs in. Last laughs. Last laughs. Uh, and we're doing a review of the season. <laughs> this has been our. We have done the most episodes this season. Our than biggest we've ever season done. yet. <laughs> Okay, I'm down. <laughs> so, what I want to do is I want to talk about the season as a whole and how we felt, how we feel, but then also look to the future as well. So, oh, shit. okay, so we're doing a um, yeah ROI <laughs> premonition, <laughs> right, right, right. Challenges, successes, roses, thorns, meeting. Basically, about, like okay, shit. Let me get out my <laughs> let me get out my fouls from last quarter. Please, right, please do. Um, so, first question I have for you is from this season, give me one moment that you remember the most. I already have. I can go first if you want me to, if you need more time, or if you want to go first, you can I remember go. the most? Yes. Um. Because I have a very specific moment. I mean, I have a couple. I think our opener was, like, dope. The opening with, episode? The opening episode. With uh with our friends. Yes. Okay. I thought that that was like a really cool, dope moment. I loved that. I loved our like That was Black My that was Black Lives Matter one. Yeah. That we did. Okay. Um, so that um I think when it's just like me and you, probably Juneteenth trivia. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That's like mine. That was a good one. Mine was get your booty to the pole, get, get your, your booty to the pole, <laughs> okay, get your girl. booty to the pole. Because that was the first time I had actually like sat down and watched the whole video yeah. and heard the whole song when we did it on the mm-hmm. podcast, and I was like, "Oh, this is it!" And clearly, it worked. Yeah, Hello, it did. Hello, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, it worked. They got their booties to the pole. It really did. So it's that fun. was the moment that I remember most. Yeah. So okay, so what cool. was the funnest bit? That you did, that we did this season. And when I say bit, the, our opening intros, it kind of goes into the what is your favorite intro as well. But what is the funniest oh, bit gosh. that you think we've done? I don't know. Well, okay. Well, this is what I'm going to say because it's not really in the season. It's not the podcast. But remember when we did the Quarantine Chronicles? 
earlier this year? And that doesn't count. It has to be from the actual season. Oh, okay. Mm. Strike one. Oh. I'm going back and looking at all the tracks right now. Okay, well, yeah. Do you have yours? Do you know what yours is? I have an idea, but I need to find the name of the track. Actually, you know what? I'm going to rescind that and because I really like the mask on, mask off. See, the music okay. See, did. now you want to see how she wants to change up. <laughs> well, no, how, no, no, okay, no, 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 no. The only reason why I say that is because we have an episode called uh, Mask on, Mask off. And it reminded me of a music video. And we see, did that. No. The music video was tight. I thought the music video was she dope. want to see how she want to change up stuff. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. Y'all can't. Mm, 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 mm. I also, oh, I also think. Um, I don't know if this was actually a bit, but the fizzies, the fizzies was good. So that's that's not a bit either. Oh, that's not a bit. No. Well, I mean, okay, if you say so. I think probably what the, it. You said the funnest, right? Not the most memorable. I mean, either or at this point. I mean, for me, the most memorable would have been the um, coach. Um, the coach that uh, talked about what's his name, Doc Rivers' opening. Oh yeah, that was probably like the most memorable opening for me. I think that was Black Lives Matter number two. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. And now, yeah. And then I think the um, funnest for me to do uh, was the clown comes back to bite when um, <laughs> when Trump got COVID. Yeah, that was that good. was the funnest. That was good. Yeah. Okay. So next question. We did. A, we did a dynasty one too. What was that one? We did a dynasty one too. What did we do? Like the burn champagne. Did we? Yeah. For which episode? I can't remember. What was the topic? Do you remember any of the topics? Nope. Okay. And now I feel like you make. But we did. Shit up. No, we did. I don't know. You making shit up? Okay. So for this is our look toward the future. What do you think, or who would you want to be a dream guest for season four? Yeah, I think that that's, um, for me, if, wait, you said if I could change, or you want me, I heard if there was one thing that we would change for next season, and then I heard if there was one thing that, or a guest. That never came out of my mouth. I said, what is one guest that you're looking, what is your dream guest for season four of Cold Pop? Okay, um... Dream guest for me would be, ooh, you know what? I think dream guest for season four is going to be Miss Ruff and stuff. Who's that? The Chicago drag queen. Oh, God, it's like we're on the same page. That's who I want. Here. My dream guest is going to be Shea Coulee. Oh, okay. And the reason why, when I say dream guest, I think of our circumstances because we're still under quarantine and in pandemic. When we come back for season four, we'll probably probably be in 2021 and we'll probably still, still be on be. the latter half of the pandemic. And I would like to speak to Shay. I would yeah. speak to Shay Kulak. I think, I, I think Miss Ruffin stuff because I'm like, I want the history. So wait, who is Miss Ruffin stuff? I don't know if I've ever heard she of her. She is she is Chicago drag royalty. She's been oh, okay. around forever. She has done. I mean, yeah, she is an institution here. Oh, um, nice. And so that's who, and she's been around for a long time. Like I said, I want I want the history um, mm-hmm. of you know how it what it used to be like here and and all of that. 
Okay. Nice. So. Yeah. Okay, my last question for you, and then we can just kind of reminisce in general, but what's one, and I feel like we will have the same, because we've talked about this already before, but what's one thing that you would like to change for season four of Cold Pop? Yeah, I want more guests. I want more guests here. I want to get different perspectives. I want to see, I want to see us just grow in terms of like programming that we're offering. Um, and I think sometimes we can, <coughs> I think sometimes we hit on like several different topics, mm-hmm. but I would love to just get another perspective just on all of those different topics, just to see where those minds are at and bring in different thoughts in. Well, this is awkward. Uh, my change for next season was a new co-host. Oh, child, uh, please, girl. I know your contract is coming to an end. Girl. And I feel like it's time to... <laughs> girl, they would get, shut this shit Get someone a little, more, a little more girl, youthful. They would, take your, they would take your mic <laughs> and everything. I, I wanted to girl, get someone a little more youthful. If I was to youthful, walk off this thing right now, honey... You, you've kind of aged out. Girl, please. Jane. So. <laughs> Jane. Wow. Grandma. Wow. Purse. <laughs> this is awkward. Purse. No, 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 no. Um, so one of the things that we've spoken about is sort of restructuring the podcast a mm-hmm. little bit. And so that, I think, would be my change for next season. We have some really awesome ideas of how we want to restructure Cold Pop and expand. And I think we have the actual opportunity to do this no thanks to iHeartMedia um, but I am excited the girls are for shady that. down at the cold pop <laughs> yeah. I'm excited I'm excited Ooh. for that so I get, and you know what the girls are shady down at the cold pop and you know what I'm still stuck on is the sandwich podcast <laughs> that's what I'm still Girl, stuck on look we talked about that a few episodes ago we talked about letting go yeah So I'm still letting go, go. yeah um, okay, Clearly. so just in general, overall, what did you think about this season? How I did you this feel? Season, I thought this season was hot, baby. Okay, I loved the, you know what I loved and what I want to bring back? The poppies. That was so fun when we did like the poppies, the awards. Wait, the poppies or the fizzies? The fizzies, that's what we call I it. I think said that we call them the fizzies. Then we call them the fizzies, yep. Yeah. The Here fizzies. she go, trying to make shit up again. You Get know what? Here. Because, no, 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 I forgot. Um... The fizzies. We did. St- we we suggested the poppies, but everybody said they wanted to call it the fizzies. So we. So yeah. So the fizzies is what we went with, and I and thought we that will. That, I thought that that was dope. Second I th- annual. I love that. So I wanted. I would love to bring that back. Um, like I said, our Juneteenth trivia. We one time you did some pride trivia with me, and I was not feeling that. Um, or I think I did. I didn't do as well as I thought I was going to do. Yeah. But I like those. I like those kinds of games. And so I thought that was cool. Our conversations on deal breakers. That was a popular episode. That was hot. Like, I really liked that episode. Apparently, um, Trent, uh, I don't even, I don't even want to say this. Say it. Apparently, what? I don't even know what. Apparently, uh, it was the shit talking episode. Yeah. That's not a deal breaker for you. Girl, so listen, if you, I go back to my initial statement. I don't even want to say. If you Odell Beckham, like, and I don't yeah, even want to say. I, I'm, I'm not really 
clear cut. Like I think that there's room, there's negotiation. So we could, so we can just have final confirmation on this. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. What I'm going to say is that there's some negotiation. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. So. <laughs> no, no, because I don't even want to make this a thing. And I don't think that we should. We don't. We we should not rest on this. I'm because still I know stuck that on the fat as hell part. I think that there's a lot of people out there that would be like, you know what? I feel you. Let's let's negotiate. No, okay? there's let's no negotiation see, here. Okay, you got something that you want to do. I have something that I don't want to do. Let's let's see where we can meet in the middle. Okay, okay. I won't say anything else. Um. All right. Well, yeah, that's the spill segment. Or just a quick look back at this season. Um, I thought we did really well. You know, we were. I think the one thing I. Okay. All yield sign. It's not New Year's Eve. Um, there's a few things more that I want to do, but overall, I think we had a really good season. Yeah, I thought we had a really strong season, and I think it's going to um, lay the foundation as we get more comfortable, as we um, get we get forced to create more. I think. Yeah. I think you have to get you get forced to be more creative, and mm-hmm. I see now with like all of these like shows and things like that, like. As these seasons go on, you have to kind of. How are you going to keep we have up to step in it? it up. Yeah. How are you going to keep up in the ante? How are you going to? You've already done that. You've already done that. You've already done that. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I, I I enjoy that challenge though. We're gonna get there. Yeah, we definitely will. With me as executive producer, okay, we will be there. <laughs> delusional, you're delusional. <laughs> All right, let's take another break, and when we come back, we'll get into our signature segment. Fizz or flat. Hey, what's up, Copop? Hello. We are back with our signature segment, Fizz or Flat. This is where Marcus and I go over the top moments in pop culture this week, and we rate them a fizz if we're feeling them, or a flat if, if we're, we're not. not. All right, Marcus, what do you have up first? We're talking about Meg Thee Stallion. Yeah. She released her debut full-length album this past Friday called Good News. And it's, I'm feeling it. It's hot. You know, I've seen some mixed reviews online from people. Okay. Some people talking about how, oh, her production value is not that great. And then some people talking about, oh, this is lit. I like the album. Yeah. I love the samples that she chose. Um, she has a Michelle sample. The something, the something in my heart, something in my heart. That's okay. on the song called I haven't Outside. Heard that one yet. It's out. It's the song called Outside. Okay, I'm making my way through it. My favorite song on the album is Freaky Girls because it's an Adina Howard yeah. sample. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, I was like, somebody needs to put Adina yeah. Howard's original song over this beat because yeah. it's dope. Um, and I also like Body. Like, Body Body's, is the song that Body's I feel cute. like... How'd you feel about the video? It's hot. It's hot. Taraji P. Henson yeah, is in it. Jordan in Woods is in it. Um, a couple girls And Tabria yeah. Majors, that plus-size model, she's in okay. it. Um, Body is the song that if you hear in the club, like, niggas is gonna go off. Yeah. Everybody's gonna go off. Like, it's an ignorant, like, just shaky booty song. <laughs> it's dope. And I love the album. Those are my, what? So, Freaky Girls, Outside, Body, and there's one more song. Hold on. Okay. 
There was one more song that I liked from her. Let me get to it. I like uh, circles. Circles. That's what I was Jasmine Sullivan I was sample. Say. So I really like circles. circles. Yeah. Um, I thought the opener was dope. Um, she went in on Tory Lanez. Yeah, that opener was dope. What was it, like shots fired? Shots, uh, I think. Is shots. What yeah. I said, um, I said, no, I shots fired. Oh, okay. Shots fired. I know who you're um, talking about. But that I thought that that was like dope. Um, do it on the. T- <laughs> you like that one? Let me tell you something. I am starting to grow a very weird infatuation with the city girls. Really? I really like them. I don't know. I have no clue what that is. Freaky Girls was cute, too. I love Freaky Girls. Yeah. Since I can see a video for yeah, that. Yeah, Freaky Girls was cute. So I think Freaky Girls could be a hit. Yeah. She was probably, at, it should be a single, I think. On Twitter, Meg was asking, what video do you guys want to see from the album? I mean, obviously, if it's not Savage Remix, we don't want it. I mean, girl, get Beyonce on girl, this fucking video look, and yeah, let's look, go. She's saying, look, the Savage budget remix. is not Savage Remix ready. Savage Remix. That's the, that's the video everyone wants. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, do you agree? I mean, that's the video I would want, yeah. To see B and Meg, like, shaking their yeah. ass? Like, come on. That's the video we yeah. want. Savage Remix. I don't give a shit how long the song could go if the, came, the song came out. <laughs> I want that video. Um, I give her album a fizz. I, w- I went into it like, okay, you know, I like some Meg songs better than others, but I thought that this was a solid album. Yeah. And it gets a fizz for me. Great. Great. Cool, cool, cool. What about you? A fizz for me, too. Nice. Okay, what do you got next? Let's talk about Fleeting. Okay. When Do we a, have to? When a young man loves another young man. <laughs> eh, 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 that's not the fleeting we're talking about. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. We're talking okay. about Twitter. No. Um. Yeah. So Twitter has now introduced a new feature to the popular social network called Fleets. All right. And not a gay individual was uh, consulted before they came up with this. <laughs> it, they couldn't have been. Fleets allow users to post messages that vanish after 24 hours. So I guess it's I mean, like fleeting under, tweets. Yeah, like fleeting. Yeah, like fleeting thoughts. The swag. Because Twitter is like your thoughts. And so it's like fleeting thoughts. It's cute. We could have came up with but something it's, else. Yeah, I wouldn't have done it just because of the connection to the um, popular enema. <laughs> I mean, if you Google fleets, the enema comes up. Yeah, so that's, that's, the, um, that's the thing I would... Uh, not do so. I mean, Snapchat just cannot win uh, at this point. I mean, everybody has now Biden. just bit off of Snapchat's little candy bar. And I mean, Instagram had a story, Facebook now does, and now Twitter is in on the fun as well. Um, what's really interesting to hear, or I, I mean, I guess not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is just what this is going to do for. The OnlyFans uh, promotion oh, yeah. market. Um, so I've seen I've seen a lot of tweets dedicated to oh fleets, have you fleets after dark I have you somehow I stumbled on it I, oh I was not I I was trying to click out of it I bet you were I was trying to click out of it but my computer hmm. I don't know it froze so I'm giving Twitter fleets a flat you're giving it a flat yeah no I'm I'm actually giving it a fizz I think that this is going to bring a whole other um, aspect to Twitter. Now that it has a photo 
aspect to it, I'm I'm really scared for these other girls out here. I think what makes Twitter Twitter is the fact that it's just the written word. Like I don't want to if I want to see you, I'm going to go to Instagram cuz it's, it's supposed to be a na- But now you don't have to. And mm. so I'm really I'm I'm scared for all of these other women out here because um <laughs> these I mean everybody is on Twitter. Yeah, they are profusely. They are and so I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I'm shook. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it's a fizz for me. It's a flat for me. Okay. All right. All right. What do you have up? Uh, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground. This is a story all about how a black sitcom re- redefined a generation. Yeah. Um, the first Prince of Bel Air reunion happened this past Wednesday. It actually came out a day earlier than it was expected. Yeah, was I love that. To. I was like, how'd that happen? Yes. It was really good. Um, I was not prepared for how emotional it was going to be. It was a little, it got a little teary. Yes. I don't cry often, but when the James Avery section came on, I started tearing up because it was extremely emotional. Child, you cry every day. It was tough. It was, it was very good. I liked seeing everyone back together. And furthermore, I love the fact that Janet Hubert was welcomed back so graciously. Yeah. And she got to speak her truth. They got to squash, bury the hatchet, whatever you want to, whatever metaphor or analogy you want to yeah. use. And now everyone is on good terms. And fun fact, did not know that neither of the Aunt Vivs had never met before. I think that that makes sense. I mean, it does. Because Daphne was like, I'm just going to stay over here. Like, I do not want to even be around that. That has nothing I'm to do with me. I'm just breaking into this, this business. <laughs> This is between all of you. Yes. This is none of my affair. (laughs) Yes. Um, Overall, I thought it was really good. I loved being able to see the callbacks, learn some new information, see everybody. Everyone looked great. Yeah. Everyone Um, looked great. I was happy to see. Janet looked great. Yeah. Everybody looked great. I was really happy to see how they did the Janet Hubert section. Yes. Um, the only part I wish is that she was able to stay then for the rest of the time that they were filming there. That was my only critique. So here's what she said to that because yeah. people were, she said, Will and his team reached out to Janet and said that she could participate in any fashion that she wanted. However you wanted to do this and she chose to do the sidebar and then come in. So no, Janet's no, no. I'm, I'm not arguing that part. Okay. No, I want. I like that. I thought that that was done actually really well. Yeah. As let's let's me and you hash out because right. let's, that's let's where the misunderstanding really was. Here. Yeah. That's where the misunderstanding and was. And then bring so, her. So no, in. I like that. I liked that yeah. piece. I like them bringing her in, but then Janet didn't get to stay for the ending part. Like what? once they brought like Nikki in and like. All that I just would have liked for her to stay for the rest of it. I think production-wise, from what it looked like in editing, I think they filmed that entire section first, and then went back and filmed the Nikki section. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. And then went back and filmed the Janet section because you notice after they came in and then they went back to just the the original cast. So I think that those were like separately filmed. So I don't yeah. think that she. I don't know how they been did involved it, in that. But um. 
But it was still good. No, it was still good. That was just, like I said, that was my only critique, but mm-hmm. I, I really did enjoy it. I think a couple of the um, points that came out for me is just how much of a cultural reset um, yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was. And then when you hear the story about how the show came about and how yes. it was created, and almost with the ease of how it was created... Um, it was it was very interesting. So Will Smith talks a little bit about his time at a Quincy Jones party, his birthday party, um, and so how this came about with Fresh Prince of Bel Air and what Will Smith's audition looked like. Um, I thought that that was yeah. I thought that that was just captivating and very interesting to see how sometimes it happens and when it's right, it's it's right. Um, and that was that was just a really cool thing for. Um, me to have that that lens. It was also very interesting to like again because both of you, both you and I have experience in like the acting realm and auditioning. It was very interesting to see how some of the cast only had to audition once, while other people like Karen Parsons auditioned a lot before they got the role. And it yep. just goes to show you how tough this business is. Because Karen said she auditioned. She couldn't even keep count of how many times she yep. had to audition before she actually landed the role of Hillary. And so it's like, it's yep. it's it's big. It's 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 a tough competitive field out here. For sure. So I give it a total fizz, though. It was amazing. I love seeing everyone. Black excellence. Nice, nice, nice. What are you giving this? Um, It's a fizz for me, too. I okay. loved it. I thought it was really great. Nice. Um, I was so happy to see... Um, Joseph Marcel and um, Tatiana Ali. Yes. And yeah, just all of them. Um, And Janet, I think for me, Janet was just the icing on the cake. I I think Janet was was the breakaway star. I thought it was just a very nice end and close Mm -hmm. um, to that feud and um, a lot of excitement about what it could look like in the future. So um cool. up next for me here we go i just wanted to give a quick shout out you're delusional um, you're delusional to, um, <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna say well what am i gonna say marcus go ahead and say it. you're gonna talk about your quote-unquote boyfriend your husband is that who you're gonna talk about first off he's not my boyfriend he's not my husband who is he he's the father of my child <laughs> Okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're delusional. And there's a big difference. Got it. Okay? okay. And don't mistake that. So your baby fall. Okay, and respect that and know that sure. yes, me and him will always be connected. Sure, it doesn't girl. matter. Sure. It doesn't matter because we'll always be connected because we have a child. Sure, that- damn. <laughs> You're okay. being so stupid. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. But no, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Hey, Michael B. Jordan, congratulations on being named as the sexiest man alive by People Magazine. Uh, this past week, it was announced that Michael B. Jordan made it to the top of the list. Um, uh, he is 33 years old and from Newark, New Jersey. He's only 33? He's only 33 years old. Um, yeah, and uh, we have seen him in Black Panther, we've seen him in Just Mercy uh, most recently. Uh, You know what? I remember seeing him in Hardball when he was a kid. He was in... A uh, long time ago. His breakout role was Fruitvale Station. Yeah, Fruitvale Station. That was, yeah, that was definitely his breakout. Um, But 
yeah, he was named as the sexiest man alive. Uh, he took to Instagram in response to it, um, and he gave a shout out to his grandmother, saying that's uh, saying that she would be saying that's my baby. Um, so I thought that that was really nice. For me, there is none other. Hello. Um, rather than my old man, let me just be very clear. <laughs> right, before you get a black get... eye, before <laughs> you get your ass whooped. <laughs> By the way, girl, how your eye feel? <laughs> it's need, all right. You need some frozen bees. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know Michael was only 33. Michael, yeah. I'm about to be 32, so, I mean, oh, hey. Have a seat. Hey. Uh, have let's a seat. not for lest we forget my boo last year's Sexiest man alive, John Legend, honey. Honey, lest we oh, not was? forget, he was. Oh, well, that's nice. That's cool. Sexiest man alive. Cool, cool, cool. So, so yeah. Uh, I give it a fizz. It's Shout a out fizz. to Michael. It's definitely a fizz for me. Pop, pop, pop. It's a pop fizz. Calm down. Crackle pop. Calm down. Snap. Uh, my only other topic I have, I just wanted to say, okay, so it was announced that Wonder Woman. Uh, yep. two, yep, 1984 that. is officially being released on, in theaters and on HBO Max on Christmas Day. I can't even lie and say that I'm mad about it because I've been waiting for this movie. I have too. This is like, I don't, I'm not even into the, you know I'm not into superheroes But remember like we went that. and saw Wonder Woman 1 in Hyde Park. Yeah. Remember so, at the yeah. theater? Yeah. So y'all know I'm not even into the superheroes like that. Black Panther was what I think was my catalyst uh-huh. in this like superhero universe. It was stuff. your introduction. Yes. Your formal but introduction. But I have been waiting to see this movie now for quite some time. I think Kristen Wiig is going to do the damn thing. I think she's about thing. to turn it out. Absolutely. That's that's really... That's, Gal Gadot, great, is fine, but... Kristen, to I'm see Kristen Wiig take on something like this? Yeah, I'm not I'm even worried there. about Kristen's performance. I'm worried more about, I hope the CGI does not look too crazy. That's my main concern. It was in the trailer. You said we got to see a sneak peek. Mm, I don't of remember. Of hers, Cheetara. Not Cheetara, but Cheetara. I, I, just, I just need the CGI to be on point. And I need it to I'm be sure together. It will and so that's my biggest concern. But I've been waiting for this movie for a while. So <laughs> kudos to it coming. So the the reason why I wanted to bring this up though because now Wonder Woman 2 1984 is a huge movie that they're essentially putting on HBO Max for yeah. free if you own the serve the streaming service but now it's putting pressure on Marvel because they have been pushing off Black um Black Widow as well. Yeah. So both of these movies have been pushed back further and further and further um, due to the pandemic. And now Marvel, the ball is in y'all's court. What y'all gonna do? Black Widow is supposed to come out in May. They're gonna go to Disney Plus. It's November. They're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna go to Disney Plus and do a, a release like Mulan. They're gonna have to do... Well, I don't think they'll do a release like Mulan. I think they may follow in Wonder Woman's footsteps. Put it in theaters, but then also have it available on Disney Plus as well. Okay. That's what they should do because Mulan flopped. Yeah, I have still, I still have not seen it, and you I've would been... know I saw it because you know journalist. But no one, Mulan will be on Mulan will be on Disney Plus for free. I think on Christmas, like in December. So when you said that, I thought about Portia Williams at in the Real Housewives reunion when she was like. Well, I'm a journalist, and we take news reporting news very seriously. Very seriously. And then Andy was like, "It's TMZ." And then Portia was like, 
<laughs> Portia was like, oh, so you coming for my job? <laughs> yeah, he was, she, she was tight. She was like, oh, so you coming for my job? She turned to Andy and was like, really? Um, a mess, a that's mess. That's what I thought about when you was like, <laughs> journalist. <laughs> like, Portia, have a seat. But we'll see what Marvel does with Black Widow because... It's tough. It's a lot in the works and... But yeah. kudos because <laughs> Christmas Day, you know what I'll be watching. Well, this is the thing. This is what I'm trying to really figure out, right? And so, you look at... This is, once again, another big blockbuster that is now... Having to adapt to a streaming service, yes. and that's tough because I am trying to figure out: are depending on what these deals look like, are the studios getting their money back for what it took to make the film? No, you know, like, no. are you even getting your money back? And then also on top of that, like, these streaming services is about to go bankrupt playing with <laughs> playing with all of these big numbers. I don't even want to say that the street. I think the movie theaters are the ones that are gonna go bankrupt. Well, I think the movie theaters are already going bankrupt. But I'm saying, like, how many big, big films can Netflix buy in a year? Like, well, I mean, you've got do all the programming that they do. I think Netflix finally has competition. Honestly, and this is sorry to say, but Hulu, sorry, boo. But HBO Max and Disney Plus have H- really come into the game. Say, HBO hard. Max has came in hard. swinging. Yes. And I'm like, I'm a little shook. Um, Nicki Minaj just announced she's about to do a docuseries with HBO Max. Oh, is she? Yes. Yeah. She just, I, I just saw it on her Instagram. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah. How can y'all keep y'all level of programming up? I need to see the funding structure. Well, they're planning it well because they they released The Witches on HBO Max for Halloween. I feel like Prime Studios is the only one who has that like we can we can do these big numbers because we have Amazon. I think Amazon they're all backing. doing well. I okay. think they're all doing well. I think it's become a bidding war because it's like okay, right? Who can nab the highest profile movie to draw in more subscribers and more views to their streaming service? Yeah. But it's a fizz for me because yeah, no, I've already got HBO Max. It's but definitely free. a fizz for me, and I've been waiting to see this movie, and I'm really excited. Set. It's set in 1984, right? The 80s, yeah. It's yeah. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, um, and so I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. It's a fizz. Cool. All right. I know this has been a long show, but it's our season finale, so we can do whatever we want. It's the season finale. Um, this is gonna, we're, and we're going out on a high note. We're going out on a high note. So, um, Out has Do released you need it. practice? <laughs> Child, you a mess. So, Out has released its Out 100 list for 2020. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and lots of familiar faces are on there this year, as well, as well as a couple of new ones. Um, one of the people that are, that are going to be on the cover is Janelle Monae. Oh, um, good for and her. she has been announced as one of the Out 100. Who as else? As well as Wilson Cruz. Now, you know I love me some Wilson Cruz. Okay, yeah, Wilson Cruz is on there as well. But, Honey. you know, I, those definitely are like, I'm like, Wilson's been on here before, and I'm glad to see him on here again. But there were a couple of new additions that I was really happy to see. I hope see. Justice Smith is on there. Who? Justice Smith. And his boyfriend? He might be. I'm not sure. That's the future, darling. I don't remember seeing that name. Oh. But 
Punky Johnson, who was the oh, new SNL. Yes. Yes. Good I for was, her. I was so happy to see. I was like, yes, baby. This is this is where you belong. Lizzo was included on this list. Um, the Out 100? Yes. Is she? What does she identify look, as? I, now that I'm, I wasn't sure. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Yes. Whoa, whoa, look whoa, it up. Out.com. And Lizzo was on the list. Baby. Yes. Did she identify as... Now listen, I'm not sure and I'm not asking. I thought this was a list strictly for like LGBTQI. I don't think community. so. I don't think so. It's not out 100, I thought, was focused on like May- people who were out. Child, hold on. Because, wait. Yeah, dude. Get, Thank dude. you for coming on my show. <laughs> get on my show. Okay. Yeah, get on that keyboard. Click clack, honey. Cause yeah, no. So, I it's need some... the... So, it is... The uh, greatest and most well-known tradition. Um, this is the year's most impactful and influential LGBTQ plus people. This right. list this list honors the queer and trans people who are changing the game and those who we've lost. So again, so you could just be any on in the spectrum of queer. Which I mean, everyone is on. Every, it come on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Another name that I uh, recognized, I was happy to see Diego Montoya, um, who's designed, I mean, tons of drag race girls costumes. Diego Montoya isn't yes. he a character from Princess Bride? I don't know, but this is the the designer Diego Montoya. Um, I so, think it's a stage name. So I mean, that's the name of him. That's the name <laughs> that he's going by. That's who he's listed as here in the Out One Hundred. Um, but he's done. Him. He's done. Shea Coulee, Shangela, Bobby Drag Queen, um, Eureka O'Hare, Bla- Blair St. Clair, all of the Drag Race girls. It's Inigo um, Montoya from Princess Bride. Gotcha. Wait, who? Inigo Montoya is the character from Princess Bride, but Diego Montoya is the one that you're talking about. I got them mixed up, so my apologies. Work. Okay. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> So lots of great names. The other person that I was happy to see um, were a number of people from uh, Biden's and Kamala Harris's camps. Yes. So a number of their like press people, LGBTQ um, views people were uh, included on there, as well as um, I- Ilana Verley. I thought you were getting ready to say Yanla Van Zandt. No, no, no. <laughs> I no. swear, I thought that's what you were getting ready to say. I was about to be like, huh? Yanla Van Zandt fan. Who? Saved my life. Um, but no, Ilana Verley, um, who was a drag race girl this past year. And the first. On who? Um, she was on Canada's Drag Race. Okay. And she is a. Uh, she is Two Spirit. She's what? Two Spirit. What does that mean? That is a um, that is a certain uh, category to be two spirit. That's a certain like um, I like identifier. Oh, look it up. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Okay. Um. So she, uh, Ilana Verley, became the first Indigenous and two spirit contestant ever to compete um, in the Drag Race franchise. Nice. Yeah, so she was on there too. I remember her from Canada's Drag Race. Well, good for you, so I girl. That, that was cool. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So that's uh. So yeah. So that is uh the Out One Hundred. Congratulations to all of those that were on it. 
Yes. Um, it's a fizz from me. Fizz all the way. <laughs> all right, let's all wrap this way. long Who is this guy? Who is this guy? ass season finale up. Yeah, I mean, we've done everything. We've sang, we've danced. Do a little dance, make a little noise, get down tonight. Um, okay, what are you taking away from this episode? For, uh, right. Better yet. Right. What am I taking away from this season? Thank you. It's like a giver say, what are you taking away from this season? I think for me, this season has been very, I mean, a lot, some of our content has been really heavy. And I think. The Which thing, is called for. Yeah. I think the thing that I'm taking away from the season is just the methods of activism and how you through whatever it is that you do you speak to what is going on and you look and you seek to make change and i think that that's a little bit about what we've done here excuse me what we try to do with this podcast um and so i think that it's i just yeah i think it's highlighted the importance of that and being true to that Mm -hmm. um so that's yeah that's it for me Nice. I think my takeaway from this season is very simple. Black Lives Matter. Um, it is. I agree with you. It has been a very heavy season. Um, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Philando Castile, um, all of them. I, yeah, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Black Lives Matter. And I think that we are still still trying to get justice where we can and where it is necessary and where it is needed. Um, and even though Joe Biden is coming into office as the president-elect, that doesn't mean that, you know, we keep our, um, keep, that we don't keep our feet on the ground and continue pushing and holding these elected officials accountable. So... Yeah, I think that's my takeaway from this season. We've done some really good work. We've helped shed light on some things, um, gotten booties to the pole, all of the above. But yeah, I think we've had a really solid season and I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah, me too. Well, with that being said, where can they find us? Find me in St. Louis, rolling them dubs, smoking them bugs. Hey. Thing, thing like Cocoa Puffs. Okay. No, you can find the podcast, okay? On Twitter at Cold Pop Show, on Instagram at Cold Pop Show, and on Facebook at Cold Pop Podcast. What about the podcast? That's the podcast. Where can they find, where can they listen to the podcast? Oh, okay, okay. You can find the podcast, you can listen to us. At Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And get ready because we will have more content on our YouTube channel, Cold Pop Show. Yeah, that's going to be coming. We're going to find you personally. (laughs) You can find me in these streets. Yeah, in Chinatown, (laughs) baby. In these streets. Uh, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, on social media, you can find me at Trent Rashad on Instagram, and then you can just type in Trent Rashad on Twitter, and I'll pop up. And you can find me on all socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Thank you guys so much for listening this season. Thank y'all so much. Supporting us, giving us ideas, giving feedback, comments. We love y'all, pop stars. We love y'all, pop stars. We do. We love y'all. Truly. Honestly. Truly, we do. 
<laughs> um, we are going to take a break for the holidays. We'll we'll have a few segments here and there to post, but be on the lookout for season four of Cold Pop in 2021. Is the elephant heavy? <laughs> I'll be back, baby. We'll I'm be back, back, baby. baby. Um, is there any parting words you want to leave the pop stars? Um, no, I don't have any parting words. I do. Um, what do you have? Body, yaddy, 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 Oh, yes. Get your booties to the pole in January if you're in Atlanta, if you're in Georgia. Yes, there are two Senate races and runoff races in Georgia. Get your booties to the pole in January. girls. Yes. Y'all know who y'all are. So... Um, and with that, we will catch you guys in the new year. Bye. Bye. <laughs>